Hello world, this is Better Tech, a podcast where we chat with some of the most successful leaders about the latest industry developments. So join us as we explore the world reliance on tech. Hi Jeff, welcome to Better Tech. Let's start off today's episode with your introduction and then we'll move to our topic for today. Okay, sounds very good and thank you very much for having me. So it's a pleasure. Um, so, you know, I'll kind of give you a little bit of uh, my, we'll call it the last uh, six or seven years of my background. So um, I have a technical background out of school, but I've been in sales for most of my career and uh, a good two thirds of that in sales leadership. Over the last six years, I've been very heavy into open source software and cloud. So uh, the last three organizations um, at Morantis, Canonical, which is behind Ubuntu, um, the largest utilized open source Linux distribution globally, um, and then uh, SUSE, which is also open source uh, Linux and container management. Um, and now I'm uh, doing some uh, advising and consulting with uh, Nefeli Networks, all open source um, software and all around cloud, so building cloud. Um, so that's a little bit of my background. Um, that's all been in sales leadership, um, and it's been a, a thrilling career and uh, very enjoyable, although it's been difficult the last year and a half with COVID because we can't get out and see our customers. So that's added certainly new challenges to us. Yeah. So thank you. Let's dive right into our topic, which is customer acquisition for 2022 and beyond. So can you please uh, let our audiences know what exactly is the customer acquisition management process? Yeah, certainly. I, you know, and it really, I, I think customer acquisition, it really depends on the, um, you know, the product, the market, the geo. I mean, there's a lot of different things you need to look at when um, you're, you know, looking at what is the um, process and how do you manage that process for customer acquisition. But let me go through, you know, a little bit of this applies to my background and my background, again, has been um, software related. Um, It's also been fairly um, large sale related. So, um, you know, multi um, hundred thousand, multi-million dollar deals. So that, you know, if you have something that's under $5,000, it's a much different acquisition than when you have something in the um, tens, hundreds, and millions of dollars. So first and foremost, I think that an understanding of your customer's pain points um, and where your value proposition kind of fits in, I think is, is critically important. You, you got to understand what, what pain points um, you are solving and what kind of outcomes you're looking to get. Um, next, I would say you really need to understand your addressable market. You know, what is the market? Um, who, who is it? Where are they at? Is it global? Is it North America? Is it, um, Asia Pacific? I mean, what, what are you trying to go after from a geography standpoint? Um, and, you know, kind of also the focus because, um, you may start out, let's just call it North America based wanting to grow global but you wanna have focus in those early days if you're you know, a young startup type organization. And where that focus is, you know, I kind of see the focus in really three areas. Um, and, and you could have 
all three of these different types of focus in a um, customer acquisition strategy or a sales strategy. First would be the segment. You know, are you going after enterprise? Are you going after mid-market? Are you going after small, medium business? So the SMB, I mean, I think that's important. Um, you know, generally very different sales cycles. Um, and, you know, the sales process is very different for those three. Um, then, you know, you kind of think about um, verticals. What type of vertical are you going after? Um, are you going to focus in a telco market, in a financial services market, in a retail market, automotive, biotech, pharma, federal government, oil and gas, technology? I mean, you know, you have a, a whole slew of verticals that you want to really kind of focus in early on. I mean, if you spread too wide, um, you know, you can disengage the organization and all of a sudden you're going too thin too wide and you're not focused enough to have success. And then uh, really the third um, in that triangle of your focus is the geography. You know, what is the geography you're gonna focus on? North American, LATAM, EMEA, APAC, you, you really need to decide that. And in some instances, if you have the funding um, and you have the product fit that you can go global day one, hey, that's terrific. Um, but I think most organizations, they start um, in a particular region and then they grow from there. So that's um, another key. Um, when you kind of now you've decided those things, you've kind of got that level of focus down, um, then I would wanna you know, take a look at what, what kind of sale are you making and what kind of team are you building to acquire those customers? So you know, the team is, is really changed quite a bit over the last year and a half because we've been forced to sell over um, email, social media, um, and Zoom like we are on. But you got to think about your demand generation and your lead gen. You know, what, what kind of team do you have there? What kind of demand generation um, and lead gen do you have in your organization? Or do you have any at all? Um, then you want to look at, okay, am I going to be a um, all inbound or, or most of my sales going to come from inbound, you know, leads coming into me. My website is really hot. My product is open source. Everybody wants to use it. So they're coming to me to want to want to understand it more. And that's where my leads are coming from or the outbound where you have to go out and find them. You have to find, you know, the key customers that you want to um, attack. And that would be outbound. And then there's also kind of um, the self-serve the online, the web, um, you know, that, that is gotten really hot today. Um, you know, you think of Amazon, I mean, that is all self-serve and, you know, they do more business than about any organization in the world. So, um, but you got to look at that, you know, what do I have a self-serve um, product is, is it complex enough that I need that outbound sales team? Um, and then I think kind of along with that, you want to be removing any friction. So, um, you know, open source is the way software is being developed today. Um, license is kind of out, but, you know, open source doesn't say, you know, necessarily um, the venue that you sell through, you could still have outbound, inbound, but SaaS is another, um, you know, very key way software today is sold. And does your product fit in a SaaS environment? Can you host it in any one of the 
hyperscalers and, um, you know, or does it have to go on-prem? So those are also some things to look at. Yeah. Um, kind of, you know, really two more areas that I think are kind of important where customer acquisition is, is concerned as well. Is yeah, that's my next question. Uh, exactly, that's exactly my next question. That why is it important? And secondly, how businesses can ascertain the right target customers and, uh, uh, you know, where they can find the right new customers? Yeah, um, well, I, I think that, you know, one of the areas of you know why this is important is because you, you need to understand how you're going to go about your customers, where you're going to go about your customers, and then um, the messaging and how that messaging is going to get to your customer base. And I think messaging is really important today because I think it's changed dramatically, realistically, in in the last five to ten years. But the the different avenues or some of the different avenues are email phone, social media, events, events that you go to in person and virtually, press, advertising, communications. And those are all, you know, a good subset of what, what and how you get your messaging out there. And I think the biggest today that has a ton of focus is social media. Um, the other piece to that is, okay, you can utilize, you utilize a direct, um, inside sales team, outside sales team, do you resell your product? Do you use partners and channels to get your product out there? Do you use um, hyperscalers and um, the web marketplaces to get your products out there? Do you use mobile apps to get your products out there? Because um, advertising on the mobile app today is, is pretty huge as well. You give a, an app away for free where we are going to make our monetization through um, advertising. So I think it's critically important that you understand your um, focus. How are you going to target your market? How you're going to get your messaging out there? And then, you know, the various different types of channels that you utilize um, to go out and sell. So hopefully yeah. that uh, answered your question. I think next yeah. you were talking a little bit about, um, you know, the, the right target. And, yes, and secondly, you know, uh, but that was I was yeah, talking you, about. Yeah. So, yeah, certainly. So how how do you figure that out? I mean, I think today a big advantage we have is um, most organizations are very data driven, and if they're not, they need to become data driven, because data is the key to um, understanding your customers buying. Um, and understanding what markets you go after and understanding what customers you go after within that market. Because um, you can be looking at SMBs and they can be very different buyers um, that one may be a um, $1,000 MRR or a monthly recurring revenue and one may be a $50,000 MRR. You probably want the $50,000 MRR. So that data is critical. Um, when you're looking at that data, I think that there are a lot of tools out today that, I mean, you don't see a startup today that doesn't have some level of artificial intelligence um, built into it. That is very critical. I think artificial intelligence is doing wonders in the world of um, customer acquisition and, and, again, understanding 
your customers at a much deeper level, probably in some cases better than they do. Um, you know, the, uh, the Apples and the Googles and the Facebooks, they understand our buying needs probably better than we do. And that's why you have very targeted ads coming up. But any business should be using those um, avenues. I would also say that um, customers today are far more educated than they've ever been. And why is that? That's because you know they have a plethora of the web out there to learn everything they possibly could about your product before they ever come to you. So when you finally get to them, you realize that they probably, they, they could, it'd be sad, but they could know more than you do, especially if you have a young um, lead gen team or SDR team, as I would call it. So um, sales development team or a young inside sales team. So um, that you have to be aware of, which means that as um, sales organizations and as marketing organizations, we have to have a, a deeper understanding and more training and more enablement for our teams. Um, so, you know, you want to understand why your customers are choosing you over your competition. What are, what are the outcomes they're looking for? Is it because the value you offer, features, benefits, simplicity, support, and, you know, hopefully not price, but, you know, in some cases it's price, but hopefully price is just one of multiple um, characteristics that they're looking at. If you're just purely price driven, um, it, it kind of turns into a zero sum game. So uh, the differentiators is kind of what I'm describing here. You need to understand what it is in your differentiation that is serving your customers outcomes. Um, yes. I, I like to think about getting away from the speeds and feeds and getting to the outcomes that your customers are looking for. Exactly. So uh, what do you think uh, that some are the challenges and what businesses uh, usually miss when they are targeting their audiences? Yeah, um, really good question. And I kind of just hit on some of those. Um, yeah, you did. That, uh, you but know, I'd like you to one, elaborate a little more. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that um, normally when you're missing it, you're not understanding what the outcome is that your customer is looking for. And I mean, I think that's a really big one. I think a lot of sellers go in and they've been taught about their product. They've been taught about their competition. They've been taught their differentiation. And they go in and they talk product, product, product to a customer. They don't ask the questions. They don't understand the um, outcomes that the customer is looking for, which may be very different, or it may tune them in and it should tune them into what are the key value proposition of your product that will hit those outcomes and provide that for your customers. Um, again, I say that sellers today at any level need to get away from the features, benefits, speeds, and fees and understand the, the strong value proposition and serving that outcome. Um, and, and I think they will do, they will get much further, much quicker um, than just pitching a product. Um, may, maybe the third thing that I think is really important is wrong messaging. You know, where, where is this getting missed? I think a lot of times it's with messaging and messaging 
needs to be specific to the vertical, to the segment um, being enterprise, mid-market, SMB, and also to the geography. I mean, we have very different cultures in America than we have in China or we have in Vietnam or we have in South America. So you need to understand those things so you can get your messaging right and you can target it to yes. the proper vertical segment and geo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'd like you to talk about some uh, great or any acquisition strategies and how businesses can improve their current strategies for 2022 with these ongoing trends. Certainly. Um, so, you know, some of the, the main strategies that I think a lot of um, young startup companies utilize that have been out there for years are partners, resellers, systems integrators. I mean, those, those three are really key when um, you're, you're, you're starting a new organization. And the large organization they're almost all using, you know, some level of partners, resellers, and SIs. Um, but I think that's, you know, one of those strategies is kind of still very important, but, you know, let, let me kind of touch on some new ones. And, and one that's kind of right in the middle is your, your direct sales team. I mean, you, you gotta, I don't think there's any substitution for having a direct sales team. And that includes your lead generation team, your BDRs and your SDRs, that means your inside sales rep, and that means your experienced seasoned field sellers that are out in the face of the customer. That's key. Um, whatever size that is for your organization is very important. But then as we move into um, you know, the, the next generation in 2022, it is critically important to be heavy into social media, online web, and yeah. getting in with the hyperscalers. I mean, certainly in my industry in software and technology, partnering with the hyperscalers, having your products out on Azure, on AWS, on Google Cloud Platform or GCP, super important because that's where people are. Getting yourself, when I say social media, I mean, that hits the Twitters, that hits the Facebooks, that hits the Instagrams, that hits the LinkedIn. I mean, all those avenues are really critical to having a successful um, channel for getting to your customers and having a way for them to click through, make it super simple, click through, get to your website and be able to buy or be able to get to a um, salesperson or at minimum, almost everybody today has chat within their web and that is important as well. Allow that customer to be talking to you sooner rather than later. Yeah. So uh, how do you think that businesses can make their strategies, these strategies these days, more buyer-centric to acquire more customers? Yeah, I think, and I, I just touched on this one as well. I think the key in today's day and age um, and with the new generation of youth that is coming up, the 20-year-olds, the 30-year-olds, it is social media. It is LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. It is online ads. Um, every organization, no matter what your product, you need to have a social media strategy. Um, I, yeah. I think that is bar none the most critical. And you know that's from a messaging standpoint and from a selling standpoint. I think both are really 
very key. But um, that that would be you know a really simple, easy um, you know tip that I would give for what 2022 is going to be important. Certainly. You better be you better be on all of those platforms. Yeah. So uh, you you talked about it, but uh, how can we keep uh, how businesses can keep the customer acquisition costs well below the customer value, or how those businesses uh, can ensure that the outcome of these initiatives, matlab, how, how they can measure the outcome of these initiatives? Yeah, that's that's a, a really good one. Um, yeah, that, that is the $1,000, million dollar question. Um, landing the customer is generally the largest expense. Um, so I think that what's critical today is once you land that customer, you need to expand that customer. And um, you know, I call that land and expand. And I think a, a, a team today that most organizations, either they've just built it over the last couple of years, or they are in the process of building it, but it's a fairly new team. It really didn't exist, I will say, you know, eight, 10 years ago. And that's customer success. Um, you hear that term a lot out there and, you know, a lot of different organizations I talk to these days, um, they're all talking about their customer success team where again, 10 years ago, you'd have never heard that word. Um, but what that really means is after the sale, I, I see customer success as kicking in after the sale has been made to have, um, and these aren't sellers. So these aren't inside or outside sellers. These are um, individuals that are there to hold the hand, as I call it, of the customer to ensure that that customer is going to be successful with their product. These people are generally um, fairly technical, so they understand the product fairly well and they can help to a certain level. They're, they're not support people, but they can take the customer so far and if they um, can't answer the questions to the, um, the fine detail, they get the customer support team involved. But they are there to ensure that that customer has a successful deployment. What that does is that provides that customer with um, insurance, trust, faith, confidence in that partner or in that um, vendor such that they truly become a partner. They're talking on a regular basis. What it does for the customer success or the um, supplier is it builds a really strong relationship. And again, that trust such that that customer is opening up new opportunities within that organization such that now you can expand. And that expansion, the customer success person doesn't go run with the expansion and try to go sell into that other organization, but they hand it over back into the sales and business development team. And then they go in and they expand that business and they try to sell more of the services or the products that they're selling. So I think that is the way to keep your products and your customers really sticky. If you're, it, it's like anything in life. I mean, you can take um, yeah. and probably any individual themselves, something that, you know, when they get really good service, they're going to go back again and again. When they have trust that they're getting good service at the right price with a dynamite product, why would you not go back? And I think that customer success is that team today 
that is, is critically important to uh, growing and uh, expanding your um, ARR such that your acquisition cost is much, much lower than um, the benefit that you're growing from that customer. Yeah, that's true. So the last question of today's episode, uh, what do you think about this notion that customer reten retention is the new customer acquisition? Um, I think that it is, it's, it's very real. Um, you know, again, that, that is what I call the land and expand critical to any business. Um, again, customer success is that key, but in AR and MR businesses. So when I say AR, I mean annual recurring revenue and MR would be monthly recurring. So, um, you know, an MR business is generally what you would see in a SaaS business. Um, and not that an AR wouldn't as well, but SaaS is generally MR based, but they require um, a lot of handholding because um, especially when it's low MRR, um, you know, $1,000, $2,000, that customer can easily turn it off and go somewhere else. So, um, but, you know, you add that up over a year and, you know, that can be significant. And when you build them with trust and confidence in your product, and you build that $1,000 customer into a $20,000 customer, all of a sudden you have some serious revenue there on an annual basis, which is generally what most organizations are counting. Um, and yeah. so that I think bringing in that customer success, doing that handholding um, is really key to that. Um, I would also say that, you know, customer success is, is at least two thirds of it. The other third is support and, you know, support of the guys when something really breaks down um, and it, there's a lot of complexity in some level of issue that they dive in and they fix it and they're there seven by 24 to handle the customer's issues. And any organization I've been at that had a, just a dynamite support organization normally was very successful. I and mean, it goes without saying you have to have a good product, you have to have a strong value proposition, yeah. but support holds up a lot of organizations because nothing is perfect. We're talking software, every piece of software out there has bugs and is constantly gonna be evolving, but you need to back up um, your product once you make that sale. And those organizations that do that are gonna be really successful. Those that don't or don't scale to be able to do that, they're gonna struggle. Yeah, that's right. And on that note, we finish our today's episode. Thanks for joining us on BetterTech. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to BetterTech. We look forward to bringing you the latest industry news in our next episode. In the meantime, check out our other episodes at techcell.com slash podcast and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you never miss an episode.